Pod People. It's time yet again for What Fresh Hell Is This? With me, Stanzi Potenza. Worsties, if you had to choose between dating a Gemini, Scorpio, or Leo, which would you choose? And yes, dying alone is an option. Plus, what would it be like if an Aquarius named Harry Styles hooked up with a Virgo named Jennifer Coolidge? Well, you'll just have to stay tuned to find out in the new installment of Cursed Fan Fiction. It's a very popular segment. Yes, Joanne. What fresh hell is this? This is going to be great, I promise. Breaking news, if you are receiving this right now, it's because you're a huge bitch. Ugh, Christ. What fresh hell is this? Hello, and welcome to What Fresh Hell Is This? with me, Stonzi Potenza. I hope that you are having a delicious little week so far. I have some exciting news, some big, amazing news. I downloaded Tinder again. Yep. Uh, (laughs) That's always like a really successful beginning to the story. Just like I downloaded Tinder again. It's going to be different this time. And it has not been. I was in Boston before. Smaller state, smaller city. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to be in New York. There's going to be so many more people I've never seen before. It's going to be great. And it's just the same people, but more of them. It's the same kind of people, but many more. And I hate that. I'll see attractive people. I'll see conventionally attractive people. But I judge a lot of them based on if they look like they would judge me if I told them that I watch tentacle porn. That's how I judge a lot of them. I'll be like swiping on some dude and he'll be like shirtless photo on a boat. Boat has an American flag on it. I'm like, I don't see myself in a situation with you where you're going to be like, yeah, I watch tentacle porn too. Like, so that's how I base a lot of my swipes on. Yeah, I judge a book by its cover. Like, whatever. Sometimes you have to. But I matched with this guy and he was like, he messages me and literally like first message just goes <laughs> late night. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck do you say to that? What do you say to that? So I was just like, it be like that. <laughs> we don't know how to talk to people anymore. So I was just like, yeah, dead conversation. And then the next day he messaged me again and he was just like, what it do? I was just like, there's no way. He's 36. <laughs> I was like, you're a 36-year-old man. And I'm 26. And like, we can't be doing this. We can't be doing this at our age, at our like prehistoric age. We can't be doing this online anymore. You can't be like messaging people be like, what it do? <laughs> Yeah, and that's how I met your father, kids. He he text he messaged me on Tinder one night. He just goes late night. I was like, it'd be like that. And then we had you precious angels. God works in mysterious ways. Oh God. And the thing about Tinder is that like, and I say this not as a judgment, but as tough love. I want you guys to get what you want off Tinder, right? But like some of the bios, some of the photos that the gentlemen of the dating apps are choosing, unhinged, unhinged. I swiped left on a man 
who was like covered head to toe in blood. Like he had just gotten into a fist fight and then like someone took a photo of him. He's like, mm -hmm, well, I don't have that many photos of myself anyway. Guess I'll post this one. Covered in blood. Who is swiping right on that? I, the only reason I would swipe right is to know the story. Why? What happened? What's going on in your life that made you post that? That's an insane thing to post. And also, I see so many bios that are just awful. Ever since the pandemic, it's like, if COVID doesn't take you out, can I? Copy paste every bio. And then the worst ones are like these weirdly cryptic bios, like looking for something real, if that even exists anymore. Not looking for any more lies. As long as you're not like her, I guess it'll work out. These weirdly like, oh, so you've been hurt probably when you were like 17 and just haven't gotten over it yet. But now we all know that swiping right on you means also unpacking all of the baggage that you come with. So dating is fun. I don't think that I will be doing it anymore. <laughs> Oh no. Oh gosh. Okay, what is happening right now? Welcome to Easy Bake Lovin', the show where we hook these kids up fast. <laughs> uh, not literal kids, that would be illegal. I mean, young adults too. I think we get it. Thank you for the out. <laughs> and that brings us to our lucky main contestant of the day. Her name is Stanzi Potenza. She's a 26-year-old Libra who's confused about her gender identity. Interests include smut, tentacle porn, anime, and real-life murder videos. Okay, that last one isn't like an interest. It's more like my intrusive thoughts getting the best of me. She may be epileptic, but with every seizure she has, she'll seize your heart. Okay, great. Thank you. Let's get to know the Bachelor contestants. First, we have Josh. Josh is a 32-year-old Gemini. Immediately now. <laughs> okay, hold on. He's a 32-year-old Gemini with a communications degree and is focused on working on his crypto portfolio. Hey, if COVID doesn't take you out, can I? Oof, a copy-paste profile pickup line. Not sure if Josh will be able to recover from that one. <laughs> Next up, we have Trevor. Just let me swallow a bullet, man, please. Now hold on! Trevor is a 29-year-old Scorpio who works in marketing. He has an uncomfortably close relationship with his mother, and when he buys you a gift, he'll always buy with her in mind. He only follows Instagram models and posts photos of an IPA he's currently drinking on the table in front of him and Planet Fitness thirst traps. Just trying to find something real that even exists these days. <laughs> All right. Trevor's been hurt in the past, so he often makes cryptic comments about heartbreak and liars and how nothing is real. He will eventually cheat on you and blame it on the fact that he didn't know if he could trust you. Sounds promising. 
Next up, we got Roger. Roger is a 25-year-old Leo who loves hiking, fitness, and adventure, whatever that means. He has 600 photos of him holding a fish that he caught on some camping trip he went on, and he will try to convince you that fresh air will fix that chemical imbalance in your brain. Just looking for a girl to eat pizza and watch The Office with. <laughs> Roger doesn't actually want someone to eat pizza and watch The Office with, but what he does want is someone to do everything his mom did when he lived at home, who has conservative values but acts like a slut just for him. Super, you know what? I think I'll pass. Single sounds better. Oh, come on! All right, you heard her, folks. Dying alone wins again. I didn't say I was going to die alone. Who are you kidding? You're far too cynical to be vulnerable with another person, and everything is a joke to you. I mean, fuck, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, see you next time on Easy Bake Lovin'. In regards to that last sketch, I did have an ex once who had a complicated relationship with his mother. It was like they were very close, but at the same time, it was like he kind of wanted to kill her. You know, like Bates Motel. <laughs> it was like that. And he bought me a necklace once. I was like 17. It was a scarf. It was a scarf-necklace combo. And when <laughs> he gave it to me, I was like, this looks like something your mom would wear. And the blood drained out of his face because I think it just like clicked for him. Like, oh, I was shopping for my mommy. Ooh, icky. Gave me the ick. Yeah, <laughs> I think about that all the time now. A lot of men shop for their moms. They shop for their mommies. We will be right back. Welcome back, Worsties. I saw a video on TikTok the other day, and it was basically saying that when you are planning a date with someone, it's important to confirm the date the day before. It just being like, hey, still good for tomorrow, whatever. And someone made a video basically being like, if they don't confirm with you the day before, like you're not going on that date. You're not going on that date. They don't care enough about it to confirm with you that it's still happening. It's a, it's a no-go. And that's that's kind of the, the mentality that I have. Confirming dates is important, especially when it's someone like you don't know. But this happened to me once and I was supposed to go out with this guy and he did not confirm with me. So like the day of, I hadn't heard from him. So I went home and I was like, all right, looks like this date isn't gonna happen. Mommy's gonna be bad. So I ordered myself Indian food. I put my PJs on, made myself a cup of tea. I was like, ooh, yes, single girls tonight in. I was just like having a moment. It felt really good. And then I got a text from him and it said, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh no. I didn't know what to do. This is the first time this has happened to me. So I was like, uh, well, first of all, I have to wait for my food to arrive. 
Indian food's expensive. I'm not gonna let it sit out there overnight for like the raccoons. I'm not going back into the raccoons, but I'm just saying like, I'm not gonna let it sit out there overnight. So I'm like, okay, I have to wait for the food to get here. I'm gonna throw myself together and then I'm gonna head out. I'm gonna get an Uber and I'm gonna go from Braintree, Massachusetts to Boston. I get in the Uber and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was at work and one of my coworkers had an injury <laughs> and I had to help her with this injury. So in this case, like, so then I become not an asshole. I become a hero. So I get there and I'm like, oh my God, hi, so sorry about that. And he and we were kissing and I have never had a worse kissing experience in my life. I was like, oh no, this is like, you are not accustomed to this. This is new for you. I tried to like, lead the way wasn't happening. It felt like I was being eaten alive and I don't have a vor kink, so it like wasn't working. I was like, I, don't know. I was kind of being, I was in like a hoe phase. So I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll just like go back to his place. Like homeless woman, very nice. Uh, I used to see her around when I worked in that area. She was like, ah, just couple kids in love. And I was like, <laughs> no, I just met this man today. So, you know, hop in the Uber, go back to his place. You know, we're chilling. At the time I was 24, he was 26. I was like, yeah, you're like the youngest guy that I've gone out with in a really long time. He was like, I'm I'm older than you. And I was like, yeah. mama likes I'm old. I had this theater mentors back in the day. She was this Southern lesbian. And she once looked at me and she was like, you're, you're like, you're not like a cougar. You're like a Bambi because you keep going after these older men. And I was like, yeah, that's right. So every time I think about the fact that I would date older men, I'm just like, I'm a Bambi. So, you know, we have sex and like it was so bad. Uh, it was like one of the worst experiences in the bedroom that I ever had. I really hope that he's not a fan now. Really hope he's not, he's not a worstie. <laughs> Here's the thing though, like I had only found out that he had lost his virginity like a year ago and I was well seasoned. So it was just a bad combo. And then like, ugh, I found out that it was like a mommy thing. Like he had a mommy sort of kink. So I was just like, okay, so I'm an actor. <laughs> I have to play the part. So he's like, he needs a mother to get him to where he needs to go. And I'm like, I got this award-winning actor right here. So he got to where he needed to go. And then like literally after he finished, we were just like having this random conversation, kind of be like, yada yada, like to talk about exes and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, my ex, I haven't talked to him in like a year. I kid you not, not three minutes after I say that, I get a text on my phone because I'm trying to show him something. I'm trying to find a picture to show him. I get a text and it says, maybe Matt. And it is my ex going, hey, I know we haven't talked in like a year. I have a lot to say to you. I was hoping that we could talk at some point. And then I'm looking at my phone like an asshole, not saying anything. He's like, are you good? I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, everything's fine. Just a notification. And yeah, and it was my ex. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to say to you? Like, I'm a mother now. <laughs> I'm a mother now. I just became a mother. I don't have time to talk to you. <laughs> I have a 26-year-old son now. And he's not yours. 
So that was a really bizarre dating experience that I have. I don't know why I downloaded Tinder again after having an experience like that. But this episode, I talked a lot about romance, dating, and what could be a better way to end this episode than with some cursed fan fiction. Let's get into it. Jennifer Coolidge and Harry Styles, Chapter One. It was 10 p.m. at Jennifer's hotel bar. She had to stretch her arm over the bar to grab her Cosmo because her massive Hongalonga Awuga Mommy Milkies were too big. Jeez, these things are way too big, Jennifer said to herself. They're just the right size for me, love. Jennifer turned to see Harry Styles sitting next to her. Oh my God, who are you? Jen said. Harry was shocked. Everyone recognized who he was. I mean, he was Harry Styles from One Direction. Oh, Harry Styles from One Direction, he exclaimed. Oh, that's nice, said Jen as she turned to sip her drink. Are you telling me you don't know who I am? Harry asked. I really don't. I just thought you were someone's kid. Harry's mouth dropped and he stood there amazed. Everyone knew who he was, but she was special because she didn't. Harry then noticed her wristband. You do know who I am. You were at my concert. Oh, this? Jen said. Yeah, I went because a friend dragged me there. I just read my book the whole time, though. You're not like other girls. I get that a lot. She smiled. Harry flashed his hotel keycard. You don't know who I am, but if you spend tonight with me, I promise I'll make sure you never forget. Jennifer downed her Cosmo. Challenge accepted, little man. What occurred next was a night of exhilarating passion and a romantic journey that would change their lives forever. Oh my god, that feels fantastic. Fly me! Oh yeah, my right goodness! There. Lewis could never! Don't stop, Harry. That feels so good. You like oh that? Oh, I bet you do. Oh, I bet you like that, Jennifer. Ugh! <laughs> Lewis could never! You like that? <laughs> Well, that was certainly an episode. I feel like I really spilled my guts to you. And so did Harry and Jennifer. My goodness. <laughs> I know you guys really like this sketch, so please continue sending me suggestions. I recently got one for the Property Brothers. I don't know if you wanted me to write the two of them together as a couple awesome! or not. But I got some Sonic the Hedgehog. I got some Obama in there, some Ben Shapiro. That's on its way. So keep sending your suggestions. They are so very inspired. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Go and take it easy for the rest of the day. Until next time. 
What Fresh Hell Is This was written by me, Stanzi Potenza. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Danielle Roth, Carter Wogan, and Ann Foos. Special thanks to Danielle Harvey at Dulcedu and all of my friends and family. If you love What Fresh Hell Is This, share it with a friend. And if you really want to over-deliver, please leave a five-star review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Stanzi Potenza on TikTok and at Stanzi Potenza everywhere else to stay up to date on everything I've got going on. Until next time, I will see you in hell.